worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with. In the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. But then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Verses 1 through 9, Joshua chapter 1. And then looking in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Verses 10 through 20, Ephesians chapter 6. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the power, the grace, the anointing, the joy that rests upon your word. Thank you for the power that is inherent in your precious and powerful word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to know you, to be able to walk with you, and to be by the power of your Holy Spirit, Equip warriors who know how to wield the sword of the Spirit in such a way that we're daily taking territory from the kingdom of darkness and building your kingdom. Stir us and anoint us afresh with the spirit of grace and boldness to be the kingdom warriors you would have us to be and teach us 
teach our hands to war. Teach us to be effective in your hands more and more so with every passing day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we're thankful that we can confidently come alongside the psalmist and say, our hope is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Father, what a, what a hope, what a help we have in you, that you would, an almighty God, an all-powerful God, an all-knowing God, would set your affection on us, that you would promise to never leave us, to never forsake us, that we could cast all of our cares on you. What a, what a favored people we are, Father. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Uh, we are very blessed and honored to have with us once again, in, uh, not in studio this time, but by phone, Hannah Faulkner. Hannah was actually with us, she along with her brother James, just a few days ago. But we have the privilege of having Hannah back to tell us a little bit more about a unique mission and work the Lord has called her to as a young Christian woman in her sphere of influence. Hannah, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Farewell. Farewell. Thank you again. And uh, now, of course, you're the uh, turning the the chapter president of Turning Point USA in Rutherford County, Tennessee. Um, that's my understanding. I actually used to live in Rutherford County, Tennessee a few years ago. Uh, I want to ask Hannah if you'll take time now specifically to further introduce yourself and then, as however the Lord leads you, to dive right into sharing about your journey and where the Lord has what the Lord has called you to do. Yeah, so uh, like you said, I'm with Turning Point USA, and just so your listeners have a little bit of an idea of what Turning Point USA is, uh, Charlie Kirch founded it in 2012 with the mission of educating students on limited government, free speech, and just knowing your rights and your constitution. So they're based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and have over 2,000, uh, I guess it's actually 3,000 chapters now on college and high school campuses, and they have... Um, their mission has gotten so big that they've had to split off in many different branches. They have a Turning Point Academy now for uh, kindergarten through 12th grade. They have TPUSA Faith, which is with Pastor Rob McCoy and Sean Foyt, and then um, several other uh, aspects of Turning Point USA. Turning Point Action, which is a C4. They can endorse candidates. So we're a nonprofit organization just trying to educate students and, and advise and, and, uh, and inspire students to get involved, not only in, in the government, but also uh, taking our biblical values and our biblical convictions and putting them into the public square and putting them back into government. Uh, because without having God at the forefront and center of the nation, as you guys know, a nation will collapse. And that's seen throughout all of Scripture. So I am honored to be a part of Turning Point USA and honored to be here with you all today. Uh, mm -hmm. That's kind of a glimpse of what Turning Point USA is. I got involved with them in uh, when I was 13 years old, so two years ago. Um, my field rep at the time, Cassidy Riley, came to my uh, homeschool tutorial and was talking a little bit about Turning Point, their mission, kind of what they do. And I was very intrigued because I wanted to get involved, but I didn't know how to. Um, since I could remember, my dad had would sit us down as a family and we'd watch Fox News, Newsmax, or some sort of news to kind of understand what's happening in this world and what's happening in this culture climate and how we can combat it. So 
at that time, I was very inspired and I wanted to get involved, but I didn't know how to. So it was totally a God thing that she came to my homeschool tutorial because otherwise I'm not sure I would be here with you all today. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just so incredible how the Lord works and places certain people in your life and certain people in your past to work in the kingdom of heaven together and work for the kingdom of heaven. So that's kind of how I got involved with them, uh, and when I was 13 years old. And then uh, we, again, started a chapter and hit the ground running shortly after. And this past uh, January, this January, just a few weeks ago, we hosted the first Teens Against Gender Mutilation Rally, uh, which was never expected to happen. And it's sad that we're even debating, you know, whether or not children can have the the opportunity and make a decision such as mutilating their healthy breasts and genitals that God has given us. And Nobody, no person was born in the wrong body. Um, and that's the common lie, you know, is that if you don't feel like you're born in the right, the right body, then maybe you should consider these surgeries or the horm- these hormones to make you happier, to make you more fulfilled. Uh, but truly, just as you guys know, the only thing that will ever fulfill anyone is Jesus Christ and the well, work that he did on the cross. Hannah, I'm going to ask yeah. if you would do this, uh, and then I want you to get, jump right back to where you left off there. but. Yeah. Would you pray for listeners to really have ears to hear all that the Holy Spirit would share with them? Because as you share today, I believe there are lots of people that will be commissioned by the Holy Spirit to get involved in many different ways. But the key is for each person to listen to the Lord for themselves. So would you pray for them to have ears to hear all the Lord would say to them through the broadcast today? Yes, absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we just, again, thank you for the opportunity to be here today. I pray for each one of the listeners, God, that you will just give them wisdom, send the Holy Spirit into their heart. If they have not accepted you, God, I just pray that they will accept you as their Lord and Savior, God. I just pray, again, that they will listen to these words and understand that they have a purpose and a mission here on this earth to share the gospel with others. So I just pray that you will give us wisdom as we speak and that they will just listen to each word as I'm speaking and hopefully be inspired by these words to get out and to preach the gospel and to share that with others. Lord, I just pray this in your heavenly precious name. Amen. And Father, I do thank you for uh, Hannah and thank you for the work you've called her to. And thank you, Lord, for the boldness and the grace you've given her in carrying forward the message and the work you've called her to. Anoint her with wisdom and grace, Lord, to be the servant, the vessel you've called her to be for such a time as this. And with every passing day, more and more raise up more individuals, young people like Hannah, that will boldly walk out the call that you've placed upon their lives. We thank and praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. All right. So, Hannah, again, now now you're 15 years old, correct? Yes, sir. And you're a college freshman as well, right? All right, so just a number of unique turns that the Lord has worked in your life, though. But if you'll pick up right where you left off, please do. Yes, absolutely. No, it's totally incredible how the Lord is working in each one of our lives and and furthering the kingdom of heaven on earth and and to when he will come back, when he will return, which we do not know. But uh, it seems very close, but we just have to stay strong and stand firm in our faith, which um, I actually kind of want to read a passage real quick, if that's okay. Okay. Um, Just along with that. So it's First uh, Peter 5, 5 through 11, and it says, You who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility to, toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble your, yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that, that at the proper time he may exalt you 
casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking to devour. Resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, and strengthen and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. So I just love that passage so much, and I think it it applies to all of us as believers, humbling ourselves before God and knowing that this is not for our glory, but it is for the kingdom of heaven and is for him. And so standing firm in our faith and going back to the rally, um, our, our key speaker was Chloe Cole. She's a detransitioner, 18 years old, going through full-blown menopause from what the medical industry has done to her. And uh, when she was 13 years old, her friends, the media, the popular opinion had encouraged her that if she didn't feel like she was born in the right body, she didn't feel like she was created to be a girl then maybe she should consider setting up a doctor's appointment. So she set up a doctor's appointment. Her parents went with her, and they told her that she should probably be put on testosterone and puberty blockers. So they put her on puberty blockers. Within a month later, they put her on testosterone. And then within two years later, they convinced her to have a double mastectomy. And just a year after that that surgery, she realized it was the worst decision of her life. And it was something that she was never going to get back and that she had to take a stand so that other teens didn't have to go through the same thing. So what she's doing, alongside thousands and thousands of other detransitioners, is beyond courageous. I mean, the courage that they are that they have, the bravery that they have to take a stand in front of these politicians, in front of any any sort of people, is just absolutely incredible. And it can only be done with God, because it is a very vulnerable state. I mean, they are being persecuted from many different aisles. I mean, the LGBTQ uh, religion uh, is... Hannah, I'm going to have to jump in right here. We're going to pick up right there on the other side of the break. Our phone guest today is Hannah Faulkner. She's the Turning Point USA chapter president, Rutherford County, Tennessee. We'll be right back.
music of Planet Shakers with Only Way, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and eternal life. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Thanks for joining us today. Our phone guest today is Hannah Faulkner. She's the Turning Point USA chapter president in Rutherford County, Tennessee. Hannah, if someone wants to get in touch with you or learn more about Turning Point USA, how can they do that? Yes, so my Instagram is Hannah Faulkner seventeen seventy six, and uh, if they would like to get involved with Turning Point USA, they can go to tpusa.com or tpusafaith.com, and there is a little slideshow that they can click on and get involved, and it will direct them to a link to where they can get involved and get in contact with a local uh, representative in their state. All right. And, you know, I would mention, Hannah, you know, as you've shared about some of the things that you're doing, and um, some of the challenges that your chapter are seeking to help address. One of the things that's, uh, that comes to my mind is the fact is, as believers, it's critical that we understand that in life, everything is spiritual warfare, whether we like it or not. That's just the reality of the way life is, and it's important for us to understand the dynamics of spiritual warfare. And one of the realities of spiritual warfare is that truth is one of the most powerful weapons in the universe, and it's important that we as believers Walk in truth, receive truth, listen to truth, and use it for the weapon that it is because the world uses lies and darkness as a weapon, and so many are consumed by those lies as well. So, again, praise God for uh, young people like yourself who are standing for truth and organizations and ministries like Turning Point USA, which are standing for truth as well. So, now, Hannah... um, you and your family have kind of been on a unique journey as well as you followed the Lord and served the Lord too. Did you want to share any more about just uh, just kind of where, you, not only you, but how your family kind of came to where you are in terms of standing for the Lord today? Yes. So, I mean, we've always been Christians. My dad was a pastor for nine years, an evangelist since he was 27. So we've always been, you know, since I've, you know, I've grown up in a Christian home and a great family with, you know, a man and a woman, traditional family unit. And so it has, I've lived in an absolutely incredible, you know, 15 years. Uh, recently, within the past six months, uh, one of the most tragic things that has definitely happened to our family uh, was my seven-year-old sister was in a swimming accident, paralyzing her from the chest down, so it shattered T6, 7, 8, and 9, and definitely has rocked our world. But in the end, it has strengthened our faith, uh, grown us closer together, drawn us closer together, drawn us closer to the Lord, and the impact that we have seen from her injury. We've received messages from atheists saying that they don't believe in God, they don't believe in anything out there, but to they're going to pray to whoever or whatever is out there that my sister would be healed. And uh, or another, another story that is just so inspiring, uh, a man he was so depressed, so anxiety-ridden, and was on the verge of committing suicide, probably in his 50s. And because of what happened to my sister, he had chosen to turn away from that, those those feelings and desires, and to live his life and to honor God and give his life to Christ because of what had happened to my sister. So while this, this accident and this, you know, tragic event has just been horrible, it has been absolutely life-changing and incredible to see what God has turned this this story into for his good. So that is kind of, honestly, since that accident, so many things have happened in our family's life. I mean, speaking of events, 
ability, uh, some abilities to go and just minister to people. So for any of your listeners, if you guys are going through a, a troublesome time, a very hard and uh, very hard and a time that is just rocking your world, just remember that God is the only one that can, can sustain us and take those bad times and turn it into his, for his glory. So that is kind of a little bit about what's happened to my family recently. Uh, but just so your listeners kind of going back to my turning point chapter and something that they can pray about, because I know you have prayer warriors here listening and some things that they can pray about. I know you mentioned truth and that is so important because our world is struggling with what is truth and truth is there is such thing as an objective truth, but most importantly for the truth to be heard as well as being spoken. So praying for that and also praying for protection over our chapter members, praying for protection over these these teens and of all ages that are coming out and speaking out because they are being threatened and persecuted, you know, as Christians, that is that's biblical prophecy, but for protection over us, uh, for courage, wisdom, and for uh, listeners and, and individuals that come to our events and our rallies to, to be inspired and have some sort of impact on their life from what the words that they hear uh, and praying for leaders across the board to protect children prayers for our politicians to take a stand for children uh, most importantly our christian leaders to take a stand uh, for children uh, it, it really doesn't take a, a christian to understand that this is wrong but i think it what's really sad is we have christians saying it is okay for this to happen to children. And so most importantly, praying for conviction in their hearts that they will turn from their ways and protect children and protect everyone, as well as praying for passion and a drive and determination to seek God and to seek his word and to share that word with the rest of the world. So those are just some things that we can invite the listeners and everyone uh, to pray for specifically with our chapter and even across the across the world um, for Christians to just take a stand and uh, not shy away from what they believe in and not back down from that. So those are just a few things that I think we can invite your listeners to pray for. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to take time now specifically to pray for you and the youth, the young people that you work with, as well as the the institution, the, uh, the ministry that you're part of as well. Father, thank you, Lord, for Hannah. Thank you for raising her up for again, to be a servant and a vessel for such a time as this. Thank you for the other young people that you're using her to help rally, to get involved with the work of the building of your kingdom and the tearing down of the kingdom of darkness. Father, Father, anoint Hannah and those that are part of her uh, organization and the other young people that are coming alongside them. Anoint them with a spirit of boldness in the name of Jesus to boldly stand on and to proclaim truth. And Lord, we surround them with faith and love. We surround them with the blood of Jesus. Keep them safe from danger and evil and harm. Fill them afresh with your Holy Spirit. Help them to be bold witnesses that are proclaiming in the power of your Holy Spirit truth that sets people free. Help us to be mindful, Lord, as the church that, again, Truth is what saves us. Truth is what sets us free. Truth is good for us. Truth is that which blesses us. Help us to recognize that the lies of the kingdom of darkness are what destroys the lives of people and tears people down and brings people to an end. And help us to know, Lord, that we have the most important message in the world, the truth of Jesus Christ, to bring to a world that desperately needs to hear it. Father, just anoint their chapter in particular, but anoint on the uh, ministry and organization of Turning Point USA as a whole. And Lord, raise up more and more individual believers 
more ministries, more churches that will boldly stand up for truth, knowing, Lord, that truth can always defeat darkness when it's properly applied. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Bless Hannah with grace and mercy and give her vision as she continues to provide leadership for the organization she's a part of. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, um, Hannah, on an ongoing basis, uh, would, it, would it be correct to say then that you're continually sort of wanting to mobilize young people to get involved just across the board in doing the kind of carrying out the mission of a group like Turning Point? Yes, absolutely. And I just want to say some final words is that this is most certainly not an age thing. I, I think obviously we want to mobilize and inspire teens, but also the older generation, because this is for no matter what your age is, whether you're eight years old or you're 90 years old, like you have a place in the movement and you can make a difference. So to any of your listeners, definitely getting them out and and being a part of this this movement and mission. So no matter what age you are, you can fight. You can fight for freedom and be a part of this movement. So just a kind of a word of encouragement for your listeners, for sure, because obviously we want to mobilize teens, but that's our number one mission is to mobilize teens and the children and the younger generation, but also understanding that the older generation still has a place in Mm -hmm. the fight. Right. Very much so. I want to ask now specifically, if you'll pray for the church as a whole, you know, of course, the fact is the church is the body of Christ in the world and is strategically placed in the world to do the work and the will of the Lord. We're the hands and the feet of the Lord. In so many instances, there's such a need for for believers to recognize who we are in Christ and to better understand our mission. So would you whatever's on your heart to pray for the church about, would you pray for the church at this time? Yes, absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. We pray over the church. Lord, we know that the church is the bedrock for any society. God, we know that they are the ones that guide a society, Lord. So we just pray over the church, the church as a whole, that they will be awake, they will arise, that we will throw more revival in this nation, God, that we will have pastors speaking truth, not shying away from truth, pastors that are speaking wisdom, inspiring their congregation to get out and vote, to get out and be a part, to bring the light of Christ to the world, to bring it to government, to bring it to the educational system, to bring it to the media, Lord. We just pray right now that you will just inspire pastors, youth leaders, any leader in the church, God, and inspire the congregation to get out in the public square and to be influential. God, we know that we have taken you out of the public square, and we repent of that, and we repent of of taking you out of the public square, Lord, and we just pray over that right now. We pray over courage for every single Christian today, that you will give them the wisdom and humility to fight for the kingdom of heaven, Lord. And we just thank you again for the opportunity to be in the freest nation, the United States of America. We come to you right now humbly, Lord, and we thank you. Dear Heavenly Name, amen. 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 Thank you, Hannah. And, you know, I think of this too, Hannah. You know, many, many years ago, the chief textbook in our public schools was the Bible, the Word of God. Yet, tragically, as you alluded to, Satan is trying to remove the Word of God from any and every institution and, and from any and every place he possibly can. But it's so critical that we as believers understand God's Word is to be a foundational part of our daily walk with Him, and we're, but also it's to be a foundational part of every family, and it's to be a foundational part of every, obviously, 
the church. Yet, sadly, the devil's even trying his best to get into the church and remove the word from the, from the church as well. I want to ask you to pray, too, for believers to have a renewal in the understanding of the critical place God's word needs to play in the life of every believer. Yes, absolutely. Lord, right now I just pray over every single believer watching and those that are believers that haven't given their life to Christ, God, that I pray that they will be convicted and they will see that you are the only one that can save our wretched sins. God, I just pray that they will they'll be convicted and give their life to you. But Lord, I just pray for believers as a whole that we will know that the only way that we can have a guide and a rock in our life is if we read the Word and how important it is to be in prayer consistently and be in the Word. God, again, give us wisdom and, and help us to humbly come before you and have a reverence for you as we're reading your Word and seeking you continuously. God, give us give us humility as we do that, Lord. I thank you so much again. In your heavenly person's name, amen. Amen. And Father, I do thank you for the wonderful and the powerful gift of your word. Thank you for the opportunity you give us of being able to open your word every day and spend time with you one-on-one as you speak words of power, grace, encouragement, life, and joy to our lives. Father, with every passing day, help us each to fall more in love with you and with your word and empower each of us to become more and more faithful hearers and doers of your word. And Lord, help us to learn the critically foundational lessons and truths you teach us Even in Matthew chapter 4, when Satan came to try to tempt you, you just showed us how to do battle. You showed us speak the word, stand on the word, just respond to the kingdom of darkness with the word, and that's how we can defeat the kingdom of darkness. Help us to learn more and more to live that way. Help us as parents to be wise enough to teach and train our children to follow that wisdom as well. Help us to know, Lord, that your word is the key to everything. You are the Word of God, and the Word of God is you, and you save us, you heal us, you make us brand new, you empower us, you help us to go forth with the ability to destroy the kingdom of darkness as we speak truth and stand on truth. Thank you for that privilege and that opportunity. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Hannah Faulkner. She's the Turning Point USA chapter president in Rutherford County, Tennessee. We'll be right back. This is how I fight my battle. 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 That's what we're doing tonight. It may look I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'
of Michael W. Smith with Surrounded. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Hannah Faulkner. She's the Turning Point USA chapter president in Rutherford County, Tennessee, and she's on with us and has been sharing about a recent rally they had there. And again, we praise God for just young people like Hannah who are boldly standing for truth in our culture. And if someone wants to learn more about Turning Point USA or get in touch with you or wants to get involved with what you're doing, tell them again how they can do that. Yes. So they can go to my Instagram page. It is Hannah Faulkner, H-A-N-N-A-H-F-A-U-L-K-N-E-R-1776. And to get involved with Turning Point USA directly, they can go to tpusa.com or tpusaface.com and click the Get Involved slide and uh, they will get in contact with their local field representative in their state. All right. Well, thank you again for sharing that. And, you know, uh, Hannah, you and your brother James, again, as, as I mentioned, we had the privilege of meeting you all just a few days ago and shared some information about our uh, discipleship project that's called the Ten Commandments Project. And uh, now before we kind of get into that, I want to ask you this. If you had, say, a teenager that was to say to you, Hannah, why do you think it's important for a young person to read the Word of God every day. How would you respond to that question? Um, but first off, I would say that uh, God commands us to to be in the Word of God. Uh, Psalm one one through three says that th- says that those who delight in the law of God and meditate on it will be blessed. And so, first, the God commands us to be in the Word and to understand the Word. But if we're not in the world, if we're not being discipled by the Word and the truth and the life in the Word of God, then the world will be the one that's discipling us. Mm. So I, I would say that the two most important aspects of being in the Word, and, and other things will follow, like wisdom. When we ask for wisdom, the Lord will be gracious enough to give it to us. We will be—there were some statistics, actually. I cannot remember the exact ones, but it was basically saying that those that are in the Word— seven times a week are much less likely to sin than those that are in the Word four times a week. But those that uh, are reading the Word maybe once a month are usually more susceptible to be reading, watching pornography, doing things they most certainly shouldn't be, uh, have some addictions that they can't let go of. But when we are in the Word, we are kept away from sin because we are, we are, and another, I think it's from Billy Graham. He says that, um, the more we are in the Word, we're, the more we're going to feel like we're sinning, which mm. is so powerful. And so those are just some key points. Well, there are so many, I mean, we could talk about it all day long, about the importance of reading and getting into the Word. Mm-hmm. But number one, God commands us. And number two, if we're not in the Word, if we're not being discipled uh, by God and, and in the Word, then the world is, the one, is going to be the one that's going to be discipling us and, and training us up. So. You know, Hannah, you make such a powerful point there that's so critical for us as believers to grasp is that all of us are going to be discipled by someone or something. 
and we, we see the world where so many young people are being pulled into the kingdom of darkness and being sadly discipled by the kingdom of darkness. So when we look at a project like our Ten Commandments project, one of the goals behind it is that it's a, it's an, uh, what you might call a passionate discipleship project for parents to help their children to get into the Word of God more so and to plant the Word of God in their hearts their minds. And, of course, one side of the project, of course, is if a young person simply memorizes the Ten Commandments and recites them, they learn them, recite them to dad or mom, they can just call the radio station and tell them, my son or daughter recited the Ten Commandments and give us their size and give us their mailing address. And we'll mail them a T-shirt with the Ten Commandments on the back. And, of course, that's a simple thing to do. And to be quite honest, it doesn't take long to memorize the Ten Commandments in short form. But the, the seed of God's Word in the heart and the mind of that young person is important. And I've often shared a, a tragic story of a young man that stole a can of beer and ran out of the store. And an attendant stepped out and tragically shot him and he died. Now the attendant got arrested like he should have. But the sad reality is the young man died. But had a parent or a Sunday school teacher or a pastor, someone had taught him the Ten Commandments, the seed of God's Word probably would have saved his life. So it's critical that we, the church, recognize that planting the powerful Word of God in the hearts and the minds of our children is an ongoing high priority for the church all the time. Again, that's one side of the project. Another part of the project, of course, is the speech contest, whereby young people will form a speech around one of the commandments. This year, the commandment that we're inviting young people to do speeches on is honor your father and your mother. And that has to do with them learning to respect the authority of dad and mom. But learning to respect God-ordained authority, period, is an important truth behind that command as well. That, too, if a young person doesn't learn to respect authority, they're going to have trouble all their life wherever they go. So, again, learning truth is so important for all of us. It's so important for us to teach our teens. And, of course, the third side of it is encouraging individuals and or churches or groups to have a six-week teaching time where they take the time to teach the meaning of each of the Ten Commandments, and we encourage them to use movie clips and uh, music videos to help teach those truths. But it's a fun way to teach the truths behind the Ten Commandments. But as you alluded to, Hannah, I can't overemphasize how important it is that we understand that planting the powerful Word of God in the hearts and the minds of our children is critical to everything. And on a pretty regular basis on the broadcast, we encourage believers to set a goal of reading at least three chapters in their Bible every day because it's the Word of God that transforms. It's the Word of God that changes us on the inside for by the grace of God. It's the Word of God that saves us and makes us brand new. And also we encourage parents to have their to start the habit of having their children to read three chapters out loud to them every day with this with this in, in mind. You know, rather than saying, Johnny, go to your room and read the Bible. The reason it's wise for parents to have their children read out loud to them is this. Sometimes John will go to his room and read his Bible, and sometimes he'll go play a video game. Sometimes he'll go take a nap. And if dad or mom says, Johnny, did you read? Yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, I sure did. So, but when they have the child read out loud to them, they know it's going, they know it's happening. And the planting of God's word in the heart and the mind of that young person is happening as well. So Hannah, specifically, I want to ask if you'll pray for Young people in particular, but for parents to grow in their understanding of the critical need to help plant God's precious word in the minds and the hearts of our young people. 
Yes, absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now, and I just uh, pray specifically over parents that they will understand that this disciple, this discipling uh, tool uh, is the most vital aspect of parenting, uh, because when we do not have this scripture in our lives, truly nothing else will matter. So when we understand this as parents and even as teens, uh, we can live a life that truly matters and a life that is honoring to, to God Almighty, honoring to you, God. So, Lord, I just pray again over the parents specifically, because and I'm hoping to, them to understand that they are the primary disciplers in their children's lives, that if they do not disciple their children and encourage them to meditate on the, your word day and night, the world will be the one discipling us. So, Lord, I thank you right now for my parents and the discipling that they are doing in my life and my siblings' life. I thank you for these Christian parents all over the world for raising up godly warriors. I pray that you I pray to you, God, that you will continue to work in the lives of the parents and the teens and the future generations and continue to raise up godly leaders and warriors for you to get out in the public square and to be inspired by this episode today to educate their children, to get their kids in the world. And again, like Pastor said, God, I just pray that they will read out loud to to their children three chapters a day and to keep them, keep your word meditating on their lips day and night. God, I thank you again for this beautiful day, and I just praise you for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you again, Lord. Amen. 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 Uh, Hannah, our time is almost gone. How would you like to ask... uh, listeners to pray specifically for you, and also, how would you like for them to pray for your little sister as well? Yes, absolutely. Well, definitely pray for complete healing, specifically praying with power over her spinal cord that the Lord would just work those nerves, regenerate those nerves and muscles uh, in her spinal cord, and that she will walk again. We believe that she'll walk again. Uh, the doctors at Vanderbilt University, the doctors in Atlanta, say that she will never walk again, but we believe that she will walk again uh, because that God is a miracle worker, and he is all-knowing and all-capable of anything and everything that he wants to do. So it's in his timing, whether he heals her on earth or in heaven, we believe it. Uh, but specifically in our, our in our lives, in my, my life, in my family's life, and in the chapter in Turning Point USA, uh, for wisdom, as with the decisions that we're making and uh, humility as we're, you know, doing the work and of the Lord. So, so yeah, specifically just wisdom and discernment uh, with a lot of decisions and healing, healing over my sister's, a little sister's body, uh, first and foremost, uh, just so that people, so that people all over the world, because our world needs a miracle and if she is healed, I believe that so many people are going to come to know the Lord because of her healing. So just believing and praying and begging God to heal her in his timing. Amen. Amen. Well, Hannah, again, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. And it's been an honor and a privilege to have you. And we are inviting every listener to pray much for Hannah, for the work of Turning Point that she is a part of, as well as what is your sister's first name? It's Sarah. 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 Prayer for Sarah as well and believing God for a miracle of healing in Sarah's life as well. 
Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a great day, a wonderful day to be saved. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply take the time to pray this prayer with us even now and fully commit your heart and life to the Lord? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. You said in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to encourage you and help you to begin to grow and grow strong and put down roots in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Hannah, again, thank you so much. Hannah Faulkner has been our phone guest today. Thank you for being with us. And share with our listeners one more time if they want to get in touch with you or learn more about Turning Point USA, how they can do that. Yes, thank you so much. It is My Instagram is HannahFaulkner1776. And then for any of the listeners that want to get involved, they can go to TPUSA.com or TPUSAFaith.com. Click the Get Involved button and get in contact with their local field representative. All right. Well, Hannah, keep up the great work, and we're inviting all of our listeners to pray much for Hannah and the work and ministry of Turning Point USA. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.